Steph's in the City is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I'm Keith Conrad. And I'm Misty Callahan. On Geek Counter Geek, we'll tackle the tough questions that keep you up at night. Like, who is the better captain? Kirk? Picard or Crunch. Plus, you'll get to chart our progress as I try to write the great American novel. And I try to create a comic book. It's Geek Counter Geek on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city. Steps in the city. They're BFFs talking gritty. Hey there. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> I know when I just saw like a commercial or something, they're like, and welcome to your 1987 self or something because the guy went, what's up? <laughs> that was like 90s, In the right? 90s, yeah. I don't even know what it was, but it just cracked me up. I'm like, I did that on the show not too long ago. Sometimes my boss will do it and I'm always like, really? Oh, really? It's like Michael Scott. <laughs> I just listen. I thought of you and your uh, Australian co-workers. So I was just watching like some cute Australian little, and New Zealand and New Zealand. You will be Kiwis, very upset. Yeah. Your Kiwis and your Aussies um, that, that this they they call ACDC Ekadeka. Really? Yeah. And I was like, that's interesting. It was like a little video on Facebook. I don't even know hmm. where what it's called. You know, you get stuck in this little video. Oh, they say Adidas. Adidas. Oh, instead of Adidas. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff at work, the Australian. She says something. I'm like, what? Yeah. And then I realized, oh, Adidas. Yeah, they say funny stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, But when she, they said Akadaka for ACDC, I'm That's like, weird. all right. I mean, I know. Um, Arugula is rocket. Now I always call it rocket. Arugula? They like, call it rocket. Oh, do they really? Mm-hmm. There are other countries, though, that call uh, so now I always say, like, go have some extra rocket in the fridge if anyone wants it. I like it better than arugula. <laughs> well, there's, like, broccoli rab, and then the Italians call it rapini. Yeah, know? my boss is a huge foodie, and he said that in a lot of recipes and stuff, they'll say rocket. So Really? Huh. Good to know. International things. There we go. We're on um, We're on episode 38, not to confuse anyone. I. Oh, yeah. I was confused by the whole <laughs> confusion. So we, I can take like this line of code, I guess. I don't know much about computers. And every week I just change the end number and the backslash. And it posts on, I can post it on Facebook or whatever. And I was posting the last two shows and I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, this number doesn't work, but this one does. Not even thinking about it. And then when I was going back through doing the show notes on the computer, I'm like, wait, we completely skipped 35 or 36, I think. I thought we did those. Well, but we did. But when they posted, I guess, unfortunately, Ed skipped ahead a number. He's like, I'm sorry. Oh. And he's like, it would just be too much trouble to go back. So we while last week's show was 36, it was posted as show 37. OK, so this week we're just going to say it's 38. Yes, we're on show okay. 38. And you didn't number the music one. So that could count as the 
Right. The lost Which one. I need to take the equipment so I can do the next music. Right. So it's no big deal, but I just don't want people thinking like, oh my God, I missed an episode. Like what yeah. happened? It's nobody's fault. It was just, you know, Mercury in retrograde. That's oh, what I sure. said. When is that till? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yay. Wednesday. Wednesday. We just have a couple days left. Good. So, woo. Um, I've got a new what's popping. Oh, yay. i uh, got to find it. I was thinking about that. Like if people just started listening, they're like, why are they playing this song? Pussy poppin'. Okay, so tell me. we said what's poppin' the, right. when we first started. And I started singing that ludicrous song. And then and that started using started. it. Yeah. Right, right. So uh, I found this. On dance now, I make money moves. It's what's poppin'. <laughs> it's what's poppin'. There you go. So that I don't works. know if you like that better than our pussy poppin'. I don't know. I think this is fun, too. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it makes more sense to say that's what's popping because yeah. we're just talking so about Cardi like what's B. new. Well, it was, I don't know. It was a video all about Cardi B and I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, she says ass was popping. I'm like, okay, we'll do that one too. We always at work, we we have like popcorn just always. So oh, like, really? Smell popcorn. Be like, who popped off? Everything's pop off. Oh. And then if we're like drinking up front, like Friday afternoon, you want to do pop off? do pop off like everything is pop off in my office huh so yeah pop it <laughs> pop off well you had something posted where somebody was burning popcorn. oh my god my friend jack at work so like i like it a little burnt so i always do mm-hmm. it for like 220 oh and it really? gets a little like it's good mm-hmm she put it in there and she walked away and i was like holy shit how long is that in there it smelled so bad and she's like, I did three minutes. I'm like, why oh, did you? Oh no, it didn't start on fire. <laughs> she pulled it out, and I mean, it was like billowing smoke. And she went running in our other room, and she's trying to like air it out in there. And I was just dying laughing. I'm like, you're so dumb. We get yelled at for like. I was surprised stuff. we yeah. didn't. We had a client in, I think it was last week as well. Yeah. And I guess he was complaining someone made fish in the kitchen and he oh. could smell it. <laughs> and he said like three separate times that he was like annoyed. And really? when he comes next time, he's going to bring a sign that says no cooking fish. And this is a client? Yeah. That's acting like, like really? that? Ugh, yeah. You better give that client to somebody and else. He's not mine. So yeah. What a diva. No, we have a brand new toaster at work and I went to make toast and you know, it's that hot metal smell. And my boss is like, who's, who's cooking something? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm just trying to make a piece of toast. Don't use that anymore. And I'm like, I just got toast shamed. Yeah, like, I mean, really? like, we have the toaster oven. Yeah. And if, like, someone doesn't clear out that tray, there's stuff in there that will, like, burn. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, something's burning. It's like, no, it's just, like, the crumbs. Well, yeah, now I just want to cry because we get bagels all the time. You know, well, I like them not toasted. Patient. Well, I like them, to- especially because it gets kind of cold in there. Why do sometimes. you have one if you can't use it? I don't know. I think some, one of... And he's really mad? He gets crabby yeah yeah he doesn't like any food smell at all my boss can be like that like with oatmeal really yeah if he smells like the maple or like strawberry he said it smells like fake oh yeah i think it smells good i I don't care i make whatever i want so let's see what we got popping. Um, did you watch the CMA? I didn't. And I was so confused when I saw the commercial. I was like, weren't they just, I feel like they do this like three times a year. I, I felt Country like they Music were just Awards. on too. But someone said that they probably just do a different 
I don't know what else it would be. I don't know. So I thought this was cool that Lil Nas X was the first out gay person to win a CMA. Yeah. Yeah. So there you it's go. It's a catchy tune. It is. It is. Um, Are we calling that song of the summer? It kind of was. I mean, it broke a lot of records. I remember when it, I woke up, maybe I was headed to work and I was on Twitter and everyone was tweeting it like the video of him and billy ray like in the studio and i sent it to like our group text and i was like this is a bop and they were all like thumbs down whatever really yeah and then like three months later it's huge i'm like you guys remember when i said this was a good song and nobody wanted to listen to me and of course they don't they act like they don't i don't know i think it's a jam i like it yeah i like him he's funny he's funny on twitter Mm -hmm. i mean it took me a while to listen to it because i was like well I don't listen to mainstream pop or country, yeah. so there's no way I would have, you know, heard it. I'm usually on XM, and then I listen to my own playlist. Yeah. So if it's not on there, I'm not hearing it. Um, but it actually won. It set the record for the song that held the top position of Billboard's top Hot 100 list for the most weeks. It spent 19 weeks at number one. Um, it also reached 19 on Billboard's Hot Country Songs list before being removed for not being sufficiently country. Really? Which I think that's stupid. What's sufficiently country? Your dog right, had to don't die. Don't they sometimes or call your... Taylor Swift country? And she's not very country. No. Well, she put the cunt in country, but just <laughs> saying. Um, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And so congrats to Little Nas X. Yeah. 19. All these 19s, he needs to like play that. Oh, today is the 19th. What and is it's that? 2019. Yeah. So maybe we need to go buy some lottery tickets. Uh, we got this going on. <laughs> Let's see if it's going to start. Halloween break. Chance. I like Chance. Give me a break. Just give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat boy. That's a good song. <laughs> He's singing. So Kit Kat is releasing a birthday cake flavor. So every day can be a party. Woo! I can't wait for this one. I like birthday cake. Although I don't even know what that flavor is. It's just usually white. Yeah, so it's just like vanilla, but yeah. this one has, I guess it's going to have the little sprinkles inside, so it's going to look like a confetti cake in a Cute. candy bar form, uh, and it's going to be out in 2020. 2020 is going to have so much fun stuff going if on. If we make it. I know. Crazy man the might hit the button. End. Yeah. Well, I, we've been having like ridiculous weather. Like, did mm-hmm. you see Venice was like yeah. flooded out? And everyone was just waiting. Yeah. I saw that like people were just sitting in a coffee shop, like in the water. I'm sure the sewers overflowed and everything. I wouldn't be wandering in that People water. were sitting at tables in the coffee shop and people were walking out with like cups of coffee. Yes. But just through the water. They said somebody was swimming in St. Mark's Square. I'm like, yeah. you people are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I would go high. <laughs> like, <laughs> go in the tall building. Get high and go high. Yes, yes. So not that I was a big fan of this show, but a lot of people were. Um I was a fan of this band until they did the Friends theme, and then I didn't listen to them anymore. So there's going to be a Friends reunion. Yeah, but it, I think it's um, 
more of like a documentary, right? Not an an actual like it's a special reboot or anything. Yeah, it says it's a special on HBO Max, according to Hollywood Reporter. The original cast, as well as its creators David Crane and Marta Kaufman, will be reportedly be participating in the projects. But sources familiar with the deal made it clear to the Hollywood Reporter that there are still many details that need to be hammered out. So I don't know that they really know what they're going to be doing with that. I do know that somebody paid a lot of money for HBO to have the rights to do this. I'm going to say it was like $175 Yeah, because they'll be streaming dollars. it too, right? Right. With their new service. And somebody else owned it, so then they had to pay Netflix big. Had yeah, it. They had to pay big, big money to Once get it. I uh, caught up with Game of Thrones in the winter. I needed like a palate cleanser mm-hmm. and it was like when i was moving in here i didn't have cable i would just throw on netflix while i was like pack unpacking okay. packing so i did friends like i just watched it from beginning to end yeah just like had it on um so it was netflix i know that for sure and some of it did not translate to like this like it just seemed old did it well, yeah yeah the some of the jokes and, and yeah. i guess i never realized how I don't know what they call it, like formulaic everything was, you know, like you kind of could tell certain jokes. and. Oh, I guess if you watch it's it. It's different enough. watching it when you're younger mm-hmm. and then watching it now. I would say if I was going to binge anything that's kind of old, I would do Seinfeld. I don't think Seinfeld ever gets old. No, I definitely have watched reruns. Yeah. And it's- Still holds up for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, we joke around, like, uh, about George Costanza. Like, when my kids were little, they had to take off all their clothes to take a shit. So, <laughs> we, George but, yeah. So, we would be like, ah, oh, he's got to take a George. Like, that's what we called it instead of taking a shit. Like, he's got to yeah. take a George. We always laugh. My friend Liz, she <laughs> always says that she is, like, so funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one day she was saying she's, like, the Jerry of the office. And, our coworkers like if anyone you're george so we thought it was so funny <laughs> and now i follow like a seinfeld instagram and every post that's like a george thing is so her too really? like she really is george <laughs> i don't know my favorite was always um kramer i just loved kramer like when he would slide in yeah. the door like oh like he, yeah. he was just my favorite i liked elaine Elena so was like fun. Them, yeah. Yeah. They all had their own. Even uh, what's his face? Newman. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have good news, hockey fans. This is the video. There you go. The fraternity. Yeah, I remember when this song wasn't a Blackhawks thing. Right? It was a good jam. And then, I mean, granted, it's a jam for the hockey team. You know, the hockey team. So um, the Fratelli song, Chelsea Dagger, is the tune that plays after every Blackhawks goal. And it has actually um, been voted, I think, number one, the best goal song in the NHL. And it's like... What do other people play, I wonder? uh, There were a couple of them. You want me to look up the Nashville Predators? No, I'm just wondering. I mean, this is a good one. So it's Mm -hmm. like, what was the competition? It says the closest teams were the Nashville Predators and the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They're so so brand new. They can't have that good of a I can look really fast and see what the the Nashville Predators. It's so funny Las Vegas has a team, though. I guess they did really well, though. Yeah. Yeah. My friend lives there now. You know, she's all over. Yeah, but my kids, like, last night we watched the Bears game. Why? Um, 
And they were the, both of them are like, LA just isn't a sports town. Yeah. And uh, I saw a lot of people like on my Instagram there, like people I knew. I'm like, Jesus, everyone went to LA this weekend. Really? This is the Preds gold on the ceiling by the Black Keys? Really? I wouldn't think that that, I mean, that's an awesome song. Uh, in the beginning, okay, so the 2014-15 preseason, the Preds officially rolled out a new goal song, Gold on the Ceiling by the Black Keys, a group that calls Nashville home, and that's to follow Tim McGraw's special edition of I Like It, I Love It. I like it. I love it. But that's interesting, huh? Chicago, though, got 18 votes, and the other two got five. So, yeah, we won by a landslide. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, that was 2014. I'm just looking to see if there's another song. I'll say, so, I Like It, I Love It was October of 2018. I don't know. The Preds kind of switched it up, so who knows really what it is. I don't really watch them. All right, let's see what the Las Vegas, is it the Knights? Mm -hmm. Golden Knights. The Hawks are doing well right now. Yeah, people were saying it's it's better to watch uh, the Hawks than the Bears. The Bears? Oh, yeah. for sure. I just, I started watching the Bears and I had to just change it. Sometimes I think it's me. It's like when I start watching a game, everything. Oh, like you're the jinx? Yeah, it starts going down. No. Uh, here we go. Golden Knights goal song. Uh, goal horn. They got a new oh Vegas uh, Lights by Panic at the Disco. Oh, okay. I mean, I could see that. I suppose. Yeah. I'm not an emo kid. No, but I guess because it has to do with Vegas. Uh, that My Chemical Romance is like doing a comeback or something. <laughs> I never was into like those bands. Oh my god, sure. I was like on Twitter like crazy, like people going nuts. Really? Like, I got to get a ticket and go when they, they're doing a show in LA. I guess if you were like an emo kid in the 90s, like that's I guess, yeah. Like if thing. NSYNC came back, I'd yeah. be all over it. Yeah. But I was a, I was a nerd, a pop nerd. So have you been watching the impeachment hearings at all? You know, I was late to work the other morning because of it. So, oh, really? Did yeah, you- I was like, I always have the Today Show on and I was getting ready and it was like, breaking news you know and i always was like someone died Uh i hope someone died (laughs) so i'm like excited i'm like watching it and there was just like the impeachment excited to see who died (laughs) well i i hope it's one particular person um cheeto yeah so it was like the beginning of that hearing for that day but it was with the ukrainian ambassador okay so because it was like this woman i kind of like started watching mm-hmm. it and the next thing i know i look up and it's like 8 30 i'm like i gotta fucking oh, leave and go to work shit. so i got into work i'm like i'm late because of the impeachment hearings i was watching it no they probably didn't care no i mean we don't really have like well there punch is, in punch out stuff there Once is um a drag a queen r- reporting from the, the impeachment the hearings and it cracks me up. It's a New Jersey drag artist, Pissy Miles. <laughs> so she went into the impeachment hearing on the first day in a tall blonde wig, a shoulderless red dress, and eyeshadow so broad it nearly wrapped around her head. She, But Missy, or Pissy, sorry. Pissy is not just there for spectacle. She's covering the hearing for a new startup called HAPS. H-A-P-P-S. HAPS. 
which hasn't officially launched yet but is currently in beta mode. When it launches, HAP says that it will offer breaking news covered in part by hobbyists instead of professional journalists. Uh, Miles performs in New York and on Fire Island and can be heard on the podcast, My Gay Spooky Family. (laughs) Um, She said the hearings were a first for her. This is the closest I've ever been to a situation like this, Pissy said. Um, Being amidst all the buzz here, you can see in the comments everyone is so divided. It's the most polarizing, polarizing political activity I've seen in a long time. I went to a drag show last week. I hadn't been in a long time. Oh, it was so I love fun. drag yeah. shows. Yeah. And I went to Kit Kat, which is like stellar performance. Oh, Kit Kat yeah. Club. Hey, another Kit Kat. Give me a break. Yeah, all the Kit Kats. Give me a break. So I'll be interested in seeing this new. Uh, haps? Yes, Haps. And maybe I need to listen to my gay spooky family once or twice. There you go. <laughs> so do you have any other news for uh, Pussy Poppin'? What's poppin'? No. No. <laughs> I've been, I've been very, uh, I don't know, laying low the last laying, couple of days. That's okay, man. Anything. It's been, our, the weather's stupid. So uh, let's go to our position of the day. Oh, shit. What song are you going to play? I'll play my sexy guy song. Mira, mami. See, when you're feeling down, just listen to this. Él. And do a little bump and grind. Pa arriba, pa abajo. Lento, lento. Pa arriba, pa abajo. So what do we got? Please tell me no rocking chair. It's good to be king. It does. It looks oh, like a regular chair. Okay. There you so go. he's like on his throne and she's sitting. She's reverse cowgirl. Yeah, reverse cowgirl on the chair. Okay. Yeah. Pretty kind of standard. It's good to be king. That makes me uh, think of Monty Python. I've never seen Monty really? Python. Really? I'm sorry. Yeah. You look like the piss boy. I think no? I've seen like clips and it's hilarious, but I don't know why I've never seen I it. I have all the DVDs. It's But I want to say Ed has them on um, Plex. Plex. Yeah. So you, uh, they're timeless. You should watch them. They're kind of funny. Well, not kind of. They're very funny. So. Yeah, I'm totally in. I've- so he's in a chair and she's on his lap. Reverse cowgirl. Okay. Yeah. And then we're recording on the 19th. What's that? Another the chair. The 18th. Oh, no. It's t- oh, I'm sorry. Yes, today is the 18th. Um, jockeying for attention. So it's her on the chair and he's riding her like a jockey. <laughs> I could go with that. That's kind of interesting. You want someone like on you, like a man, like riding you while you're sitting? As no. Because I'm not doing all the work. I just saw a quote today. It looks like her triceps are getting a workout. Yeah, her arms and her legs. Yeah, I'm not right? doing that. <laughs> I hate that when I'm at the gym and you're supposed to like do like a tricep thing where you have to like squat down and like lift yourself really? with just your. I hate it. Have you ever had like a really good though sex session where you're wobbly when you walk and you're yeah kinda, you're like sore yeah, yeah almost like a really good yoga. But I don't yoga want my sesh. triceps. To... <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I'll take whatever I can get. All right, what do we got now? Samandy. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. Stella Sonic with the Strays. They're still out there touring, man. If you're in the UK, go and catch them. Catch them, catch them. 
Uh, so I got more little. So number one on my list. What? I got more little things to like test out and review. <laughs> I need to do this. For Target. And I got. Scrunchies. Scrunchies. So You're not I'm like, wearing one. No, I'm not. You know what? I had such a migraine yesterday. I'm like, I don't want anything tugging on my scalp. But it made me laugh because I'm like. I'm a visco girl. You're such a visco. I opened these up and I did that. My kids were both like stupid ass. Wait, how do you try out scrunchies? Like, what is what are you supposed to do? So I guess this company, it's like a marketing company. And all I've ever been asked to do is try this shit out for Target. So and you keep it. I get to keep it, and I just God, have to this go. Brings and- me back. <laughs> I used to in high school and even seventh eighth grade. I had every color pattern scrunchie you can imagine. Really, and I would have one in my hair and one on my wrist. Like I oh, always these had girls to have both. Put, like a ton on yeah. their wrists. Yeah, yeah. This is like I just put it on my wrist. Do you and want it was just one? Like- Do you want one? Pick uh, one. Maybe. Do you want some barrettes? So we got barrettes and scrunchies. I tried to buy barrettes recently, and I tried to wear them and. It was my brother's birthday. I went to my mom's. And at some point, I was like, these don't hold my hair. I took them out and left them with my, my mom will wear barrettes sometimes. I'm I'll like, here, take them. I put em. like a top knot, sometimes I'll put a couple barrettes just I to hold do in the, the fly, right? thing. <laughs> but the so scrunchy funny. thing I can yeah, do. Yeah, help yourself. So I, um, I have to use them and then review them for the uh for target apparently it's what i'm reviewing for okay so that's my number one and then number two yes i gotta play this a little bit if it's getting you that excited oh my god that was so excited uh, Disney Plus channel. Oh, is it on there? Yes, all the Star Wars. Do you have Disney Plus? We do now. And um, so every Friday, there's a new episode of The Mandalorian. And it is like my favorite so far. Mm. And I'm going to, so spoiler alert, if you don't want to know about it, then turn your shit down right now. But there's a baby Yoda on it. Oh, really? A little would that be so a spoiler? Kind of, well, I don't know if you haven't watched it yet. Um, but yeah, so Joe got the channel. He's like, Mom, you want to watch it? I'm like, hell yeah. So we watched the first episode, whatever, last Friday. And then, then the next episode. So maybe it was Thursday we watched. And then Friday there was a new episode. But it is phenomenal. And I was so surprised at the end of the first episode. I'm watching the credits and I'm like, John Favreau. Oh, really? John Favreau wrote every episode. Wow. He's directed it all. Um, so it well, he is, does a lot of the Marvel too, right? Apparently he does a lot of everything. He even he has like cooking shows or whatever. So he's the creator, head writer, showrunner, and co-executive producer. And then there's Dave Filoni, Catherine Kennedy, I'm sorry, Kathleen Kennedy and Colin Wilson. And then the um, the Mandalorian is Pedro Pascal. And I have a little something by him. What I love about it is that it's a character that's kind of built on the icons of the past um, that are a part of uh, cinema history, starting with Akira Kurosawa's movies and moving into Sergio Leone, uh, Man With No Name, Mandalorian is Man With No Face. And um, 
to play what is basically a badass in the Star Wars universe, it's the best way to experience it, really. What I loved best about what I saw on screen today was just the aesthetic intensity of it all, you know what I mean? To see the Star Wars universe kind of expand in style, not only in storytelling, the cinematic quality and, and the filmic good. style is seems kind of unleashed and has I'm gonna get you to watch Star Wars stuff. And it just gets all that stirring. You I know do what I mean? wanna what do Marvel. You know, that excitement that you get when you're watching something and you're like, ooh. Don't you agree? So that was Pedro Pascal. And you would know him because he played, I want to say, one of the cops in um, Narcos. I never watched that. Oh, you did. Oh, you got to watch that, too. Damn, stop. What I do know him on? now that I'm looking. Yeah. Oh, he's in Game of Thrones. Oh, is he? Okay. See, I'm not a big Game of Thrones person. Yeah, that's what you need to be watching. <laughs> well, well, I've watched a bunch of it, but not in order. Um, so this, this, um, he had Mandal- a horrible death. Did he? <laughs> yeah. The Mandalorian. He, was he the one that got ate eaten by the guys? The coming out of the Mm-mm. lake that one time. Okay, never mind. Um, so this is the so this series takes place five years after the events of Return of the Jedi. And it follows a Mandalorian bounty hunter, which is what Boba Fett was. And I think Jango Fett. Yeah. So they were they were Mandalorian bounty hunters. And it's so funny because the one guy in the first episode, the, the voice is Nick Nolte. Oh, really? And like one and you're like, why does his voice sound so familiar? And he's like, I have spoken. And I'm like, oh. and Joe's like, it's Nick Nolte. I'm like, no way. I love Nick Nolte. So. <laughs> Um, definitely there's eight episodes the first season they come out every Friday and so far there's two and um, the series has already been renewed for a second season which is so cool but I'm like John Favreau really has uh, I've been in like better about than Elizabeth talent. Banks did you hear they they're calling Charlie's Angels a flop oh my god I saw okay I mean, on it didn't look Bumble good. <laughs> when you're swiping it kept advertising Charlie's Angels I'm like why did they remake that again? She, I guess she like wrote it, starred in it, produced it, directed it. So like everyone's coming at her because it flopped. But like, yeah, I don't know why but they remade wh- it. It wasn't an original idea. So who gives a shit if she wrote it, produced it, yeah. whatever, whatever. It wasn't her original also, idea. Also, like, the only person I saw in the trailers that I knew was like Kristen Stewart, who's not very appealing. No, so, I love the old Charlie's Angels. The Remember, show? The, yeah, the TV show. Yeah. I, we used to go get, like, they used to have Charlie's Angels stickers and cards, like baseball cards with the gum in them at the little store. It's called the little store by our old family um cottage in fox lake and i remember like i got some charlie's angel stickers and i stuck them to my grandpa's boat and he got so pissed because i <laughs> got sure. like stickers everywhere it wasn't fair faucet yeah it was well they were like all three of them were together oh. and, but my grandpa was like what is this all he over wasn't my boat? into fair no faucet. he wasn't um and then number three on my list if you have not gone to the hampton social they're all over the place there's one in skokie there's one downtown um you need to go and i can honestly say while they're large plates like their entrees are okay it's their small bites their appetizers that are like amazing and i've gone there twice and both times i've gotten the jar of king crab so it's like a mason jar filled with melted butter and big 
chunks Yum. of crab. And then they give you these toasted, um, toasted like bread points. And then they also give you a grilled lemon and Tabasco sauce if you want Tabasco. But um, it's just amazing. Now I'm hungry. So I said it had me um, melting butter in my I've panties. I've eaten there once and drank there once. Yeah, the drinks are cute, yeah, too. Yeah, I don't remember being drinks. too into the food, but I like rosé, and they that's like their thing. Rosé all day. Yeah. yeah. I guess I've been there like three times. But I will say that, that we went on a Friday night, and they had just an acoustic guy, and he was singing John Mayer while I'm eating my crab, and I was like so like, happy. This is heaven. I'm like, this is my happy place. Well, I saw Poppelly's not going to have uh, guitar players anymore, so maybe Hampton Social's taking that. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever been to Poppelly's where they would have. They have like that little area where the person sits up top and plays music. No, No, I never. You know what? We get Potbelly's catered in and I've probably been there once or twice just to run in and grab a sandwich. Yeah, they're like revamping their whole brand. I read a whole thing. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, I hope they don't get rid of the roast beef. I I don't think they're changing the menu, but like the look. Huh? Yeah. It does does look like old. It kind of does like a... Like 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 a s- actual subway area. The one over here on Alston is actually like um, the one of the test ones that they're doing. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's I'll like have to go two in, and in check it the out. U.S. We need to go in and check out the new Starbucks that opened. Um, I tried. So <laughs> you my tried. boss that went last week. He got some like invite for like an opening. It was like before it even opened. Thing. Oh, really? Like I a guess soft like Chance opening? the Rapper was uh, there and stuff. Oh, cool. And then this morning my meeting was on Michigan. And I was in the Uber and I pat we passed by it and I'm looking. I'm like, it doesn't look crowded at all. It was mm-hmm. like 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. And there was no line outside. I'm like, wow, I, I'm surprised by this. Yeah. And then when we got to our meeting, my boss was like, we should go. You guys didn't go last week. Like, we should get lunch there when we're done here. So um, when we were done, we walked down there and it was like so like really? the line was around the corner they had like the thing set up like a great america really so we were like but yeah, in the morning there this. was no one there at 9 a.m there was no line really yeah huh. then you're better off going for your morning well, that's cup what of i coffee. told them i said i should have just ran in there yeah yeah but it looks cool it's just not i mean they have a rooftop so maybe once it gets warm out oh that'll more. be fine yeah well they have like mixed drinks and stuff yeah, they there have a bar so. and food pizza yeah fun let's check it out um so number four on my list it was one of our super fans birthdays it was mallory's birthday i feel like she should be on the show one day i know (laughs) she's fun what day was her birthday last week sometime (laughs) i can't remember the date was it the was it the 13th or 14th? You think I would know? I've known her. She's her whole a life. Scorpio. She's a fun Scorpio. So happy birthday, Mal. And then um, I am into some old school GMs. And I guarantee you, if you're, well, if you're a true blue fan, you would know this. But if you like New Order, you yes. like the Smiths. Yes. You like Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. Did you know that? Those three guys from those bands got together and did a song together. Oh, so then you're in luck. Um, I listened to whatever that uh, channel is at 33 on uh, on XM. I'm so sorry. I'm kind of not caffeinated, so I can't really remember what it's called. Oh, uh, wave something wave. Oh, like new wave. Yeah, but it's something wave. I don't know. 
Um, and so they played this song. Oh, they play it quite a bit. And I'm always like, this is such a jam. So I'll let you listen to the first part of it. It's, it's really got a great bass line. It's a jam. It's Bernard Summer from um, New Order, and then Johnny Marr from The Smiths, and then Neil Tennant from The Pet Shop Boys. I've been walking in the rain just to get wet on purpose. I've been forcing myself not to. This is like a good little yeah. gym song. So, what did they call themselves? They were called the Electronic. The Electronic? Yep. And this is uh, getting away with it. Getting away. It's a jam, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So there you go. I just educated you on like my eighties. My <laughs> 80s music. Well, that was five things that Samandy liked this week. And it's so funny because I posted like, I'm in love with Baby Yoda on Facebook. And your mom goes, I'm in love with the frog. And I didn't have the heart to tell her like, Yoda eats the frog. <laughs> so Paula, sorry. Don't. I told you about in Nashville when she had that frog. Did I tell you? No. It was hopping down Broadway in the heat. And we're walking. And I'm like, what are you doing? Because she's behind all of us. And she's like, there's a frog. It's a little frog. I'm like... You're not going to catch him. And if you do, what are you going to do? Uh-oh. We're like on Broadway, you know? There was no grass to throw him no, in? Really? No, not on the main street. Huh. So it was like hopping toward the street. And she was like, yeah, she's freaking out. So then like a week later, she texts me like, I'm still thinking about that frog. I'm like, it totally got run over by a car. <laughs> oh, my God. When she I was, was not little, happy about that. I'm sorry. When I was little, my grandpa and my uncle and my dad, they'd be like, go catch frogs for us. Because that's what they would use for bait when they would like go fishing. Like in Florida or here? And when we were up in Wisconsin, like, up, yeah. I remember thinking that was so cool when I went to Florida for the first time, all the little frogs. The little frogs, the little lizards. I always yeah. love the little lizards when I travel. In fact, when I was in Savannah, there was like a lizard in the house. I had to catch him and put him outside. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. Because I'm like, he's going to croak in this house and it's going to stink. But no, frogs, we would catch them and use them for bait. So. Uh-oh. When Yoda- We're really, really messing Paula up Yeah, today. and apparently Yoda likes to eat them. So, all right, that's my five things that Samandi likes. Uh, we're going to go to our song. And remember I said I talked to Chris last week so Chris sent us over some music Chris Scarf Chris Scarf and he sent over the songs called Smith and it's by Sarpa or I'm sorry Sarpa Salpa I know is that's like a tongue twister right I wonder how they say it like in the UK Sarpa Salpa Sarpa Salpa I don't know I don't know that sounded like Italian (laughs) trying to be an Italian accent hey prosciutto Sarpa Salpa so and their their logo is pretty cool too so uh, here's Sarpa Salpa with Smith
That was pretty awesome. Yeah. That was Sarpa Salpa Smith from the UK. And I'll tell you a little bit from about Northampton. Northampton, yes. Um, George, Marcus, Ethan, and Charlie. George Ringo Paul. <laughs> They've been making a lot of noise. Um, they take their influence from Foles, uh, Tame Impala, Friendly Fires. And they create, sorry, I was eating a peanut butter cookie. Uh, <laughs> they create upbeat, danceable tracks with unexpected changes and hidden meanings. And it looks like they played a ton of festivals um, over this past summer. And uh, let's uh, look forward to I hearing we more got from it them. Before they got signed or something. Yeah, no. Uh, well, so Chris, he's uh, like a band agent. So he's going to send us more good stuff. But yeah, that was fun. I like that song. Yeah. And it was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES bitches at checkout for 33% <laughs> off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. Tweakedaudio.com. Tweakedaudio.com. I don't know why you do that all the time. <laughs> um, if you would like to be cool like Sarpa Salpa and send us your music, you can go to radiomisfits.com, click on the tab that says submit music and follow directions and send it on over to us. I actually got a song on my way here, so that'll be interesting to Ooh. listen to on my way home. Yeah. Um, and if you go ahead and submit that, we'll get it. It goes right into my email box. Ding. And then I can listen to it in the car or while I'm at work, whatever. And if it's good enough, we'll play it on the show. Actually, there have only been a couple that I have said no to. And you know what, though? Kudos to them for trying. You never know. Like, you send your info out. But yeah. It's... Is this Baby Yoda? I just got a text and it made me laugh. Yes, it's Baby Yoda. It's a meme of him and it says, five-year-old me waiting for my mom to get off the phone so I can tell her to shit myself. <laughs> Because he looks like a little baby. He does look like a baby, but apparently he's, he's super already, cute. Isn't he adorable? But he's already 50 years old and the force is strong with him. Wow. I get, yeah. But I, my kids were saying like Yoda was probably like a thousand years yeah, old when he died. Old, right? And they said this is not Yoda, but they haven't given him a name yet. So I just keep calling him baby Yoda. So he's he's a Yoda creature. That's a really funny. <laughs> He's really cute, though. Like, we really got to, into debating all of this stuff. At oh, all. <laughs> He's like, it's it's a Yoda-like creature. It's not actually Yoda. I know. One time we were watching something, and I was like, how do you not know that lady's a witch? Like, this is supposed to be a surprise. Like, I can tell she's evil. Because, you know, I don't like that stuff, and Davion's right. all into it. He's like, um, first of all, she's a succubus. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm leaving the room. <laughs> When you like get that alone your, i was like i'm leaving when you get into your stuff you get into your stuff man that's all i have to say um so if you would like to call us 312-508-3552 no we don't have any voicemail um oh, and you can God. find us across all social media platforms on instagram facebook twitter maybe youtube um stuff's in the city and uh spread the word and spread the love leave us a voicemail we ask people and they never do it. So I'm just going to keep saying it until somebody does. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll have to talk to the Phil. He was a frequent caller oh, yeah. on our old show, Dishing Bitches. And one time he called like 30 times Holy using shit. a different accent every time. Like, hello, this is the Phil. <laughs> like he did all these crazy accents. Um, he's pretty crazy. It was just his birthday, too. So happy belated birthday to the Phil. All these Scorpios. Yeah. Fun people, though. Yeah. Fun, fun. 
Um, all right, so we're gonna go into dating. We wanna go into dating? Maybe. I got a lot of funny, stupid messages. Oh, from week. Bumble? Yeah. Well, from I don't know, whatever dating site. I got um a, a swipe and then I went to them and the first thing his profile said is not into big wom- women. No one uh, over a size eight. And I wanted to like match and be like, bruh, you totally swiped on the wrong person. Oh, really? So he swiped on you yeah. and he said not into big and women. And that's what his first like on his profile said, which is also already annoying. Like, really? Yeah. I don't like it when men do that. But, I, I just think, I don't know. I'm not. I guess on these dating profiles, you, it is primarily like you're looking at the looks and you're swiping on yeah. the pictures. But I genuinely don't swipe on anyone unless I read their shit. And yeah, they no, for sure. Spell stuff wrong or they come across as ignorant. I don't care how good looking you are. I'm not going to swipe on There's you. There's been plenty of times like, ooh, he's hot. And then you look, they either wrote nothing because they think they're so hot they don't have to. And right. it's like, no. Right. Or yeah, they're just a douchebag. Yeah. No, I definitely. And this guy wasn't everything. even cute. So who are you to already like count out anyone over a size eight? I would just loser block. I just didn't. Man, yeah. I just didn't. Swear. There you go. Damn. Damn. So, what kind of messages did you been getting? Um. So I just called these dating what the fucks. Uh. So John forty three from Chicago. He sent me a message. He said, hi there, Stephanie. How are you enjoying life as an empty nester? Not an empty nester. Yeah. What? And then he said, spending lots of time roaming the house naked. Oh, what? Exactly. What an idiot. I'm like, yeah. Why would you say something like that? So needless to say, didn't respond. <laughs> Was this plenty of fish? Um, It might have been. The worst. Yeah, it might have been. Um, And then Phil49 from LaGrange. Hello, Stephanie. How are you? You are charming, gorgeous, sensual, and sexy, which is already red flag. You seem a <laughs> sexual woman. I'm very sexual as well. How are you? He already asked me that. And then he said, I'm a French man living in the Chicago area. Have you visited France? Philippe. Ah, uh, so yeah, Philippe. That was a no. Um, this, I, it was honestly, this one was like an education. So Carlos, 50, in Milwaukee, wants a hot wife relationship. Okay. Yeah. Or just a hot wife relationship? Not a so it's a term and not, it's a term, it's a dating term, I guess. It, so I had to look it up. He said he also wants hot wife and tease and denial, which I didn't know what either one of those were. Was it like a S&M type thing? So I looked it up on Urban Dictionary because that's where you go for these kind of things. Um, so hot wife is a married woman who has the freedom in her marriage to pursue sexual relationships with men other than her husband. So like a cuckold, right? Okay. Um, her husband has full knowledge of her activities and consents to them. So I, why why do I want to be married no, to him? No. I'd rather just stay single and fuck who I want. That's a lot right? to say right off the bat, too. Exactly. In the first message. And then this, the tease and denial is a phrase used to describe when a chick teases you sexually and then continually brings you to the edge of orgasm over and over again for as long as she wants, only to tuck your pecker away and kiss you goodnight in the end. So he... I guess you can call that edging too, though. Like he doesn't he, want to come. I, I guess not. He just likes that um, being brought to the edge. So 
That's interesting. All right. So you did so not. Carlos was a big no. <laughs> and then here's another one that I had to like look up what this guy wanted. Um, he said, hello, beautiful photos and great bio. So this is probably going to seem like a bit of a strange question, but are you familiar with the concept of a stag vixen relationship? What the fuck? I, all this is all like in the past week. And it, it says, and I was just curious what you thought of it. I mean, it's definitely not a deal breaker for me, but was just something that was a lot of fun from a previous relationship, which is what every girl wants to hear. Sorry to discuss it so soon, but I thought you would rather talk about it now than six months from now. Okay, that's like really. So I looked up stag and vixen. Are you ready for this? Yeah. A stag is a dominant man who encourages his female partner to have sex with others, either in his presence or on her own. With stag vixen, there's little similarity to cuckolding where the man is submissive and often subjected to taunting and humiliation from his dominant female partner while or after she has sex with another man. A vixen is the submissive woman who is having extramarital sex with her dominant partner's support. She may or may not enjoy being humiliated during or after the sexual encounter. I mean, can you like go on a few dates and then say, hey, like, I'm talk into about this? it? Right. Yeah. No, these guys are just right away in their first message. This is what I'm looking for. And I think that's the frustrating part about dating is because. Th- they don't look at you like you're a real human being. Right. It's just it, it, it. I don't know what they think, like because you're online, that you're just like a faceless, um, a fake person that you don't have feelings or I, I don't get it. I truly don't get it. Like you could probably be the nicest guy, but because you've started out the conversation like this. Yeah, I will. I will never talk to you. Yeah, no. Done. Yeah. I will never talk to you. So um, Michael C., he's like... He's our guy. He is our guy. He sends us good stuff every week. Um, He sent us this article about candy corning. Oh, I was just eating candy. I know. I have candy corn, too, in my bag. Um, So it's candy corning is the naughty new dating trend no one can resist. Um, The... Funny thing is, is that candy corning is self-inflicted and it's um, so it's like self-partnered. Well, so it's <laughs> it's uh, often it was also described as being digmatized. Oh, Have you yeah. heard that? Yeah, OK, for sure. So um, candy corning is also digmatizing someone. So it's basically like you're you yourself keep returning over and over again to the guy or the girl because you're just you just want the sex uh you you don't want to completely let that person go because you like FOMO right fear of missing out like you know what if I don't find someone else to fuck I want to just keep this guy around or this girl around um and that's what candy corning is um so they're saying like they're calling it candy corning because it's like an insulin spike when you're with that person, like you're definitely, you know, having sex, feeling good, but it's not a relationship. So you're just digmatized. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. So, yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah. So this this gal that they were talking to, she's a uh, counselor. She was just saying, like, you know, you, you're going to keep attracting these same type of people if you don't go through like some growth and healing and you're just going to keep attracting the same type of person. Yeah. So I don't know. Definition of insanity. Insanity. (laughs) 
Do you think I candy corn? I don't know. Um, That's kind of hard. Yeah, I don't. So it says the temptation's always there with dating apps. It's easier to date a few people on the go and be a bit deceitful because you're behind the screen. And so I think a lot of people do that nowadays. It's oh, like yeah, they're like, I, a couple times I've been like, like the guy asked me 20 times, like, where do you work? Where do you live? Where do you work? I'm like, OK, I've answered this question several times. Right. How many people are, <laughs> are you, you talking yeah. to? So when you're done talking to all these other women, let me know. Like, I, I'm not interested in repeating myself because you can't fucking keep these bitches straight. So, yeah, I mean, it's saying if you see red flags are still drawn to that person, you need to ask yourself, what am I really drawn to? Right. Drawn to man triggered. <laughs> but it cracks me up because there were a couple of memes I saw over the, and they were they were like, um, I'm not a hoe. If I like, you know, give you a blowjob or have sex with you on the first date, that's an audition. I got to see what I'm working <laughs> with before I go on date two with you. I know there was like a funny tweet. Um, <laughs> someone said they waited and. I'll I'll find it. It was funny. Yeah. But it could happen to you. It could. I don't know. I, do you like knowing what you got right off the bat? I think I don't want to like, I guess, I mean, I've had sex on the first date. Oh, so. Everybody has. I mean, sometimes you're just feeling it. And So this girl tweeted, I really waited five months just to get some whack dick. This is exactly why I used to fuck on the first night of ever. It never failed me. Now I'm in love with little shrimpy. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, she's in love. So there's she's that. in love. And as long as he he knows what he's doing. So, well, I've got some health news Ooh. this week. Healthy. I don't even know if we have a uh, that was JBO saying transcendent. I don't know if I have like even a drop about that. Uh, here. We'll do so many cards. It's <laughs> nothing to do with health, but that's okay. Um, so I ran into an article, and here I am. I'm like, Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you. My heart hurts. Um, having more sex prevents heart attacks, according to science. Um, sex is nature's best medicine. Actually, I've read so many articles about sex being good for you. They say they average having sex on the average like twice a week. It keeps your immunoglobulin levels at a really good um, level to, you know, maximize optimal health. Stress um, level. Yeah. So this is saying that it um, having sex, it not only feels great, but it helps boost your immune system, protects you from certain cancers, relieves stress, improves your mood, and helps you sleep better. Uh, this... Researchers were tracking 1,165 men between the ages of 40 and 70 for an average of 16 years and analyzed their health history in order to understand the relationship between sexual activity and cardiovascular health. The research discovered that the men who had the most sex had the lowest risk of developing cardiovascular disease. And to get into more specifics, those who had sex two or three times per week were 45% less likely to have heart problems than those who only got it once a month. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know, Steph. We shouldn't be cuffing. We should just be looking for someone. That's pretty much it. Yeah, me. like, look, I want to stay healthy all winter. Yeah, twice I'm a week. Cuffing. Who, who wants to Who wants to fuck twice a week so that we can keep our, uh, keep our body who healthy? Wants, yeah, I'm trying to... Yeah, I mean, avoid they, heart attacks, and it's a form of exercise. It's a powerful stress reliever, and uh, yeah, so that's good for you. 
and we I never doubted it. No. <laughs> Although bad sex could probably be probably I mean if it's like 30 seconds long obviously it's not a workout if you're fucking somebody you're really not attracted to you're not relieving any stress but can you do that I don't think I've ever done that you've never been married (laughs) (laughs) touche another reason why you don't want to get married um so we were talking about Starbucks this I'm definitely gonna like put it in my wallet so when I'm not feeling well I'm definitely ordering this um there's a secret cold drink did you ever go get that ghouly no okay i only had like that one day right and i have a co-worker that works at starbucks and i asked her i'm like did anybody order like that black halloween drink she's like no nobody (laughs) ordered it so but this one a lot of people are ordering um it's a secret cold fighting drink called the medicine ball And although Starbucks is not crazy about you walking up and ordering a medicine ball, you can also call it a honey citrus mint tea. And this is what's in it. It's one venti cup with half hot water and half steamed lemonade, which already sounds good. One bag of the Tivana Jade Citrus Mint Tea, one bag of the Tivana Peach Tranquility Tea, a packet of honey and a pump of peppermint. That sounds healthy. Doesn't it mm-hmm. sound really good? So the next time you're not feeling well, just go into uh, Starbucks. I'm sure you're going to remember medicine ball versus. Fuck a flu shot. Go to Starbucks. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to do my flu shot this year. I've Everybody I've talked to, they've all gotten the little bullshit side effects from it. Mm. And I have a coworker that got it and she suffers with horrible asthma and she's now had to start an antibiotic like it really fucked her up and i'm thinking i don't know yeah i feel like i kind of had the flu in august anyway when i was super sick before i went on vacation like i feel like i had the flu yeah i feel like i'm done with that shit um and then i had a little i don't know what to say like one of my former students i guess i'm not friends with her on facebook one of my former teachers you know um on staff and she just alerted me she's like look i think this little girl's suicidal um you you remember her so i like looked her up and i remembered her so i i'm not friends with her on facebook but i did send her a message just like look i live near you if you need to talk like i'm here and we didn't see anything else on facebook so i'm pretty sure did she respond uh, no she didn't respond but then it just came across like my feed that um, there is a number that you can text. You just text the word home, H-O-M-E, to the number 741-741. And you just text that. And um, no matter if you're feeling depressed, sad, if you're going through a crisis, um, there will be a crisis worker that will text you back immediately and continue to text with you for as long as you need it. Um that's really I, good that it's text. Right. Because a lot of younger people really don't want to look at someone face to face or talk. I but think our millennial sh- generation does not like talking on the phone. No, no. So 741-741 if you text the word home. And it's a difficult time of the year. Yeah. yeah. It's around the holidays. Um, You know, people get down. The weather The sucks. weather. Oh, yes. Horrible. That seasonal affective disorder. So yeah. take your vitamin D, but keep that 741-741. Um, you know, handy in case you really are just not feeling it and you want to talk to someone. Uh, so 
Let's go from that to booze news. Don't drink if you're depressed. You should not do that. What? I had a bunch of wine at work. <laughs> you should not. Where's my, I don't we know. We have oh, our, my... our monthly like workplace bonding thing we do. And this, uh, are you clothed or unclothed? We're clothed. This month was a wine pairing. Oh, So okay. we had a sommelier come in and we oh. drank a ton of wine. I want to work with you. I mean. <laughs> we get cookies every now and then and bagels. You get good food. Although that we get that booze every now and then, that uh, Luke Belair. Yeah, nice. Um, so we've got Kate Hudson joining the game, and she's launching her own vodka. Yeah, I don't. do we need this? I don't. I, I mean, vodka's vodka. When I think of her, though, I don't think of like, ooh, I want to try her vodka. No, and I guess she's describing it as a spirit for every experience. Uh, $24.99 is the retail price of it. And it's called King Street Vodka because she grew up on King Street, apparently. So In Charleston? Uh, in New York City. Oh, so okay. she just has fond memories of hosting friends at her former home on King Street and so now she's throwing her hat in there. I mean she was doing that Fabletics, then she did her own clothing line. Um, she wrote two books and now she's selling booze. So Alright. No God more acting. Her. Uh, yeah, apparently not. Maybe this is in lieu of it. Put a drink on me. Sorry, I'll keep going with that. Um, this <laughs> is something completely different. Uh, yeah, it's gross. We need the fart app. <laughs> Sorry. That sounded like really good. That was just your mouth. Okay, can I embarrass myself? Always. Um, so <laughs> I had my headphones in because I was working on the show and I was listening to all the drops and stuff. And I like leaned over to get something out of my bag on the floor and I totally ripped ass. But I couldn't hear what it sounded Were like. Were you at work? No, I was at home. Oh, okay. And so I look over and my son Joe just looks at me and he's shaking his head. <laughs> and I'm like, I was laughing so hard that I couldn't... <laughs> That's my favorite one. It's my favorite. Number 19. <laughs> and I, hey, number 19 again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got to play the lottery. <laughs> so Joe's shaking his head, and I'm like, I totally couldn't hear it, but I knew I, I tooted. And he's like, it sounded like a drowning duck. <laughs> That's hilarious. See, right, like if, we... if I wasn't single, I don't think I could be doing that in front of a boyfriend. You never know. I don't, I don't know without being extremely embarrassed. But <laughs> so this is I'm calling this Poo's News. Poo, get it? Poo's P O O Z E. Poo's News. Um, there is. You can keep going, just doing some background. Um, So there's a new South African gin. It's sure to make a big stink. Um, While most gins are infused with botanicals, um, Indlovu gin is infused with elephant dung. Why? Why? Um, (laughs) Well, I guess they're explaining that elephants eat a big variety of fruits and flowers, but they only digest a third of it. So um, when the elephants poop, you they poop out all these flowers and seeds that are undigested. So what they're doing is they're t- <laughs> that's 
squeaker. That's four. Four and 19 are the best ones. Squeaker is the bomb. Um, So they're taking like these, this elephant shit, right? And they dry it, they crumble it, they wash it. And what's left in there is all of these fruits and leaves and bark that's eaten by the elephant. It's then sterilized, dried, placed in an airing cupboard, and then eventually infused in the gin. Why not just get some fresh flowers and fresh fruit? I don't know, but like, what is it? Which animal like shits those coffee beans out? Remember? Like these, is it bats or something? They eat these coffee beans and shit them out. And it's supposed to be like the best coffee ever. I'll just trust someone else. I'm good. (laughs) So, um, I don't know. I I hate to be gross, but I would probably try it. As long as it's sterilized and all that. Like, why not? I don't see the point. You could go get fresh fruit and fresh flowers rather than try to extract it from some elephant's poop. I guess. I mean, it's the novelty of it, I I would say. Not me. Um, you can do it. So each bottle is marked with the date and coordinates of where the poop was collected, and it retails for about thirty-two dollars. Good. And it's going to be sold online in game lodges and duty-free shops. South Africa's got it going on. You do you, boo. <laughs> um. So Steph, we've got some holiday news. Shopping news. Yes, I thought you of you. Do you yes. go shopping on Black Friday? No, not really. I, I really I hate it. I try not to shop. I don't like shopping. Um, I'm already making a list of things I can just find online. Yeah, I do just, most online. Yeah, I find I've been finding like really cool stuff. It's just hilarious because most of it's for me. <laughs> so I'm like, make a wish list. Yeah, your birthday and Christmas are right next to each other. Yeah, but I buy myself whatever yeah, but, I want. Yeah. So well, if you're on Amazon, they're selling a National Lampoon Christmas Vacation Village. <laughs> That's what I thought of. It is so cute. I thought of you when I saw that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've never done a village, but if I were to do one. This seems to be the one. Well, they have all those like light up houses and the Department 56. My ex-mother-in-law had a bunch of those. Oh, my God. My dad's cousin in Elmwood Park. Her village was like nothing you've ever seen. Yeah. So there there are a ton of these like little village houses. But this one looks exactly like. It's got the. the, uh, It's got. The lights on the roof. But it even has like Clark in the yard holding the cords. It's got a cousin Eddie's trailer with him like pumping the shit out. It's it's awesome. It looks just like the movie. So if you're into those Department 56 or you know that someone is, that would be a great gift for them to add to their village. Yeah, that's really cute. I like it. And now um, I, I don't know what the point is, except for maybe this is for people that don't go on Amazon um, online. But now Amazon opened a store in Oak Brook. There's only seven in the country and this is the only one in the Chicagoland area and it's called Amazon Four Star and what they do is they take the best of its website merchandise and puts it in one spot for shoppers so you can get some of the tried and true products uh, that people give four stars or more apparently Uh, but they do kind of curate it from toys to electronics books and games and then they put them in the retail store. And I guess every store is a little bit different because they're kind of curating it for the area that it's in. I'm sure Oak Brook is very fancy. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't think Oak Brook is any different than where I'm at, like North Brook or Old Orchard. Yeah, it's kind of the same. You think it's fancy? North Brook is fancy? Yeah, I don't know, probably because I work there. So um, 
but yeah, so then if you go ahead and go to these stores, this I don't know, I'd be willing to go and check, yeah, it, check out it out to out see what sure. they what they're putting up there. And then I would like to say uh thanks for the heads up, super fan girls who let me know that not only can you oh, get yes. Pierre the giant penis pillow, but you can also get uh pierre penis slippers so i like it i think paula mallory laura I yeah they were all, all these ladies <laughs> they let me know and they're only 32 dollars, so it's from firebox so if you go on firebox good gift. yeah i would take the pillow and the slippers i'd probably have a lot of explaining to do <laughs> yeah your sons would love to see that no nah, they probably would be like yeah walking whatever. around with dicks on your feet that's you mom that would probably say all right so we're gonna call the Popo ho. Call the police. I ain't scared of no popo. Call the popo ho. Call the popo ho. Love uh, her. So, Steph, I think you're going to read this one. <laughs> what do you do when you're out and oh, you're drunk? Shit, it, well, that was like, I thought you hit the cricket button, I guess. <laughs> You're out at like 3 a.m. and you're drunk and you go to White Castle. (laughs) This just floors me. These people are fools. Three Indiana judges suspended after their White Castle brawl left two of them wounded. (laughs) So this was in May. They got into a fight. Um, It was after an incident brimming with colorful details. A gaggle of judges drinking the night before a judicial conference. Um... They failed to visit a strip club called the Red Garter, and then they got into a brawl in the parking lot of an Indianapolis White Castle. It's crazy. Um, But these are judges. (laughs) These are judges attending a conference. While in town to attend a statewide educational conference for judicial officers, 10 hours before the program convened, respondents walked the streets of downtown Indianapolis in a heavily intoxicated state. When Judge Bell extended her middle finger to a passing vehicle. Right. She's flicking off a judge, car. The provocation or removed. Oh. Oh, neither her friends, Judge Adams or Judge Jacobs, discouraged it. Yeah, um, they didn't say, bitch, put your finger down. So then the three of them ended up at White Castle. They tried to go to a strip club. They found it closed. A fourth judge went into White Castle while those three stood outside. Two men in the passing vehicle parked their car after the gesture, (laughs) the middle finger. So they traded for their insults. A physical altercation ensued among the four men with Adams. These are the people from the car. Um, They hit and kicked each other, (laughs) wrestling (laughs) on the ground. All in the White Castle parking lot. One of them pulled a gun. One of the guys from the car. Um, you can't just throw up that middle finger at anyone. Apparently not. Um, and shot one of the judges once in the stomach and Jacobs twice in the chest, the other male judge. They were both seriously wounded and required emergency surgeries. Look at it. And it was the woman who threw up the middle finger. Right. And then the two other guy judges got shot. And she they... tried to stop the fight, though, because she pounded on the door of White Castle. <laughs> she yeah. called 911 once shots were fired. Um while at the scene, she was recorded on video telling police detectives something akin to, I feel like this is all my fault. Um, but they say that she was intoxicated enough that she lacks any memory of the incident. I'm sure they're saying that now. Right. <laughs> of course. They're yeah. covering their tracks. The one who shot them has been charged with 14 crimes, um, including four charges of felony aggravated battery. Wow. And the court suspended the judges for 30 days without pay. 
Um, yeah. What a dumbass, though. She's just flicking off random Do cars. Do we really want them being our judges? No, but I mean, that's the that's the trend in our country right now, believe it or not. Just yeah. a bunch of fucking fools in charge. <laughs> Indiana. Uh, I would rather have these guys in charge, so I don't really have a... <laughs> you would? <laughs> Wait, I gotta try. Called micro penis. Here we go. Uh, members of a midget crime gang are suspected of 55 break-ins. If you look at this story online... Like, I looked at it, and I'm like, why do all these guys have such gigantic foreheads? Oh, God. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, it's because they're little people. Like, I feel so bad saying that, but it was yeah, like... they have the same faces, kind of. Kind, like, their cranial shape is a little bit different. Um, So, this is in Boston. Boston, Mass. Boston. So, three members of the so-called Irish mob <laughs> midgets, a Boston-based criminal... Is this... Is this a fake news I don't know. Story? Google it. I think it's true. Um, they definitely had three midgets uh, mug shots on there. Okay. So, uh, so and if you're going to do something, this is like right up their alley. They can get into small places. and <laughs> Yeah. These guys were crawling through uh, doggy doors and like little areas on the houses, I guess, breaking in little small windows, chimneys, doggy doors, any window left open they were crawling into. So if you um, got it, use it. And they had security camera footage showing them doing all of this. So they're accused of um, 55, 55 break ins. Wow. And it says, although the Irish mob midgets officially describe themselves as a nonprofit motorcycle. Enthusiast, you gotta look. Enthusiast group. No, a couple of them were bald. I think for small people of the Boston area. So it's this is a legit motorcycle group, um, but yet they've been arrested in the past years of drug trafficking, arson, and aggravated assault. Yeah, I don't know. Do they have mini bikes? Okay, this is fake news. Shut up, <laughs> really. <laughs> and I the first thing that came up, people are falling for a hoax about Irish mob midgets. <laughs> that story though yeah look at the picture oh yeah Aww, i Sorry, never, it's I never do the snopes i just go with my stories because they sound like so much fun it is funny okay how about this next story is but this... wait two of the mug shots <laughs> were photoshopped to make the men's heads look bigger oh really so i noticed the heads so there's their real mug shots oh and yeah. then they turned them into it's midgets. all photoshop <laughs> It's funny though. We represent the <laughs> lollipop. I'm surprised that they there isn't this happening. This actually seems like it could. I yeah. I mean, I, if I was a midget, I'd go robbing and stealing doggy doors. Have we talked about midget porn? Well, I'm only five feet tall. I'm technically yeah, you're kind close of there. to a midget. Yeah. Yes, we did because remember that midget porn girl tried to kill the guy mm, and just ended yeah. up stabbing him in the leg. That's like the last Bridget thing I the see, midget. But I have people who like would love to see it midget porn yeah i don't know why uh, i don't know yeah that doesn't attract me not at all do you think midget wieners are the same size as regular guy wieners i think they're um yeah like they're not in proportion to their body huh interesting but i'm not trying to find out all right you're reading your next story is this real <laughs> or fake news <laughs> well we'll see a bucket of hot diarrhea was randomly poured on a woman by a homeless man the reason i think it's real is because it was in hollywood 
I think the guy and if was you've just been like, over there, fuck you, know. you, Hollywood bitches. I'm going to shit all over you. So she was she was near the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> she was getting into her car and a homeless man sprinted across Hollywood Boulevard toward her. She was parked in Hollywood after having a pleasant evening out with friends at an authentic Thai restaurant. Suddenly, a man randomly pulled her out of the car, dragged her out to the middle of the street and dumped a bucket of feces on her oh, head. Oh, God. It, it was diarrhea, so hot liquid. I was soaked. It was coming off my eyelashes and into my eyes. Paramedics who came to treat me said there was so much of it on me. It looked like the man was saving it up for a month. Oh, yeah. Um, so she was tr- tested for infectious diseases. Um, she'll need to be retested every three months. It was all inside her car. Um, yeah, but uh, that's yuck. it. I don't think they caught the guy or anything. I would fucking kill someone if they threw shit all over oh you. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. I get angry when I step in dog shit. I yeah. can't imagine being happy about. <laughs> For her sake, I hope that was fake, but I don't know. Yeah, I would hope it's fake too, because that's just nasty. All right, well, we can move on to synchronicity. You're going through some things right now. Synchronicity. 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 This guy was all over it, man. So um, this, I don't, I maybe Michael sent this to us. I can't remember. He sends us so much stuff. Do you believe in soulmates? I, I, so... The best description of a soulmate I've ever read was in that eat, pray, love. And I think everybody always thinks like a soulmate is, uh, you know, like your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. But realistically, according yeah, to the de- right, it, it could, could be, be yeah. someone that really just helps you. Right. Just somebody that helps you get yourself centered, puts you on the right track, inspires you to do better, be better you know, love yourself. Um, so I don't think a soulmate has to be like a sexual partner. I think it can be a really close friend or someone that inspires you. What do you think? Um, I agree. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I don't believe in it, but yeah, I don't think it's just like a romantic thing. Yeah. And then this article does say it's like a, a soulmate can be a best friend or a stranger you meet on the street um they'll find their way to you regardless of the obstacles that might be in either of your ways uh so i mean this is it's a pretty good article about soulmates but then it's just telling you like uh according to your sign what you need from a soulmate. uh here's what each sign needs in a soulmate and when they will meet them Ooh. or maybe you've already met them synchronicity synchronicity um, so Aries, you will meet your soulmate sooner than you think. In fact, they may already be a part of your life. You like those Aries. <laughs> Apparently, I haven't been a soulmate for an Aries yet, <laughs> though. Uh, you need a soulmate who will match your confident energy, not just anyone that can keep up with your fiery nature. Your future soulmate will not hold you back and will only fuel your fire. Your soulmate will help you shine and allow you to keep being your competitive and courageous self. Steph, you want to read Taurus? Sure. Taurus, you may think you'll never find your soulmate, but they will pop into your life when you need them most. You need a soulmate who will help you channel your inner softy. You know how stubborn you can be, Taurus. Your soulmate will be there to help you make major life decisions, especially those decisions that may not always be in your favor. It's okay to want the best for yourself, but your soulmate will 
will help open your eyes to other alternatives out there. Your soulmate knows deep down that your stubborn nature is just a wall built to protect your heart. All right, Gemini, you have already met your soulmate and may not even realize it. Your soulmate is one with a big brain filled with lots of inappropriate humor. I mean, that sounds good. Think ultimate dad jokes. Um, (laughs) Your soulmate will be there to help keep things in your life interesting. You know you can be a bit picky when it comes to who you allow in your inner circle, but your soulmate will be the one to broaden your social horizons. Your soulmate will be funny, clever, and always keep you on your feet. I think I'm your soulmate. Where are you at, my soulmate? <laughs> uh, so you're going to read your mom. The crybabies. Yeah. Cancer, your soulmate may take a few years to come your way, but that is only because they need to be emotionally mature enough to be with you. Wow. Your soulmate will keep the romance alive in your relationship and will always be the first one to propose a spontaneous date night. Cancers have big hearts and need someone with a lot of room for love. Your soulmate will be empathetic to your needs and will always be that shoulder to cry on. See cries in there. Aww. You need someone who won't only think about themselves and put your needs first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Leo, you haven't met your soulmate yet, but you will when you least expect it. You need someone who will keep you on your toes and plays off of your carefree and confident nature. Your soulmate will always keep thinking Oh, we'll keep things interesting and we'll never let the spark die. Leos aren't a fan of boring people, so your soulmate will always keep you intrigued and anticipating what will come next. Virgo. You may have met your soulmate, but still have some doubts surrounding that person. (laughs) You need someone who's very sophisticated and mature. Honestly, you just need someone who will understand your high class needs. Well, your soulmate needs to be a go getter and never settle for less. Your soulmate will be committed to you and only you. Wow. No. uh, What's that called? The wife? Hot wife? No (laughs) no hot wife or stag and vixen (laughs) for you people. Um, Scorpio. Oh, wait. Libra. Sorry. Right. You yep. just did Virgo. Libra. Libra, you know you have high standards Do you? Pr- and you probably never even considered someone to be a soulmate. They need to be the perfect balance of attractive, smart, funny, and cunning. Your soulmate needs to be confident in order to keep up with your energy. Your need for the ideal aesthetic makes it hard for you to find someone worthy enough to be considered your soulmate. But one day that dreamy person will waltz into your life. You're all about finding your Prince Charming or your Cinderella. Scorpio, you have yet to meet your soulmate, but within a year, that person will start to show their face. How do they know that? You need a soulmate who will challenge you and feed off your hot energy. You can never be with someone who only likes to stay in and watch movies. You need yourself an adventure. Your soulmate will never hold you back from having a good time, but will also start to mellow you out just a bit. You need a little grounding and your soulmate is the one to do it. Wow. Um, Sagittarius, you have not met your soulmate yet, but probably will during your next big adventure. You crave freedom and personal space, so having a soulmate seems too smothering for you. Your soulmate is going to be someone who allows you to be the free spirit that you are. They will never hold you back from following your heart. You have had enough people in your life try to change you, and your soulmate will be a breath of fresh air. Capricorn. Uh Uh-oh. It's you. (laughs) 
just you <laughs> capricorn you have met your soulmate but you are too in your head to realize it you can be picky and have a hard time looking past small flaws in others your soulmate is someone who is stylish charming and very lavish really you need a soulmate who will help loosen you up and help you become less critical of yourself and others you really need someone you can count on as your trust level is not the highest <laughs> your soulmate will be right there to lift you up when times get hard yeah okay and things get hard yeah, i need things to get hard uh so aquarius your soulmate is already in your life and you're starting to realize it you need someone who will help lower your anxiety while also pushing you to live your best life oprah your soulmate will be there as a hand to hold a person to vent to and a machine of laughs when needed if this person also happens to be a great cook and love to eat even better Lastly, Pisces, your trusting and kind nature has made you think you've met your soulmate <laughs> numerous times. Ed is such a Pisces. He is. These people probably broke your heart, but don't worry because of the real star in on the way is on the way. You need someone who will help you stick up for yourself. You know you can try to keep the peace, even if that means holding back what you believe in. Your soulmate will be the perfect balance of warm-hearted and confident, fun-loving and serious. Well... So you better let me know if you meet your soulmate. I mean, it's probably like you or Davion or someone Aww. that's not like a sexual person. It would be like I'm your me. fairy godmother. Okay. So okay. I'm still looking for the soulmate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I already know mine. I just don't believe them or trust them. Well, mine is just like full of inappropriate humor. So let's that's do okay. this. Dick jokes. Yeah. All right. Well, here's some uh, here's some appropriate uh, advice this week from Big Time Tommy. How you doing, Instagram? It's Big Time Tommy. And here's my thought of the day. In life, your biggest fan is a stranger. But your biggest hater is someone that you know. Yeah. Always know who the people are in your surroundings. Because that's the old school way. OS for life. Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy. So philosophical. You know what? He had Tommy. a picture posted from like, I guess, him back in the 80s. And my son Joey's like, why does big time Tommy look like dad? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, he so looks like your dad from the 80s. You got a type over oh, there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so pick one, two, or three. Three. Three's my lucky number. All right, here we go. Granny! What are you doing? I'm building a fucking snowman. <laughs> Can I help? Fuck no. <laughs> she's she's actually in the snow. Fuck Where does she shit. live? She must live around what here. What the hell? Fuck it. She threw the fuck snowball it. at him. Fuck it. <laughs> I ain't building no fucking snowman. They ain't enough fucking snow. What are you doing? Quit it! She's throwing snowballs at him. They sound southern. Stop it, Gran! Fuck! Where are you going? Back to fucking house. Laying enough fucking snow out here to make a fucking snowman. She cracks me up. Oops, sorry. Uh, yeah, that was Jeffree Star showing us his closet. <clears throat> no, so angry grandma. There were like three of them. So again, you can find Big Time Tommy on Instagram. I think you can find him on Facebook too. His like sidekick is uh, DJ Vinny Dice. 
<laughs> and uh, they, they, they hang out together and they do a lot of like old school dance parties. And they do. They have like uh, I would Lisa Lisa and all these old school, you know, um, OS for life. All this old school dance music. But you have to go to like Jersey. Yeah, or maybe Florida, because like I said, remember he was in uh, in Florida. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but angry grandma, she's around here somewhere. Here, I'll play this other one only because it made me laugh. I gotta find this song. She's dancing. (laughs) Yes, I've seen this. this is like when they put those uh like simpsons characters having sex and stuff oh uh, no so this was just ruining wholesome things if you go on angry grandma she's actually like kind of kind of using the uh the downspout that got her on the house is like a pole and she's doing a little dance. (laughs) But I'm like, I gotta find this song for real. It cracked me up. So, all right. Well, sounds like uh, next Tuesday. I don't know. Oh yeah. Thanksgiving. We got to figure that out. I don't see why not. What are we doing on Monday? Not much, right? Nope. Monday, Tuesday. We're just off on Thursday and Friday to digest our Turkey. Yummy, yummy. And gobble, maybe gobble. lean over and fart like a <laughs> drowning duck. <laughs> I don't even know why that happened. I'm not normally a gassy person. I like that your headphones were in, though. Yeah. And I, I mean, I knew something was happening because I could feel it, but I couldn't hear it. And then my son was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we will see, see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.